Oh, we're already giggling. It's Monday, January 10th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. It's episode 230, baby. How's it going, Russ? It's going good. You you almost didn't make it, but you um, <laughs> you, you pulled through. Um, those who... Uh, no, no one has joined the pre-show this morning, um, and so we'll, I'll describe it for the listeners. We had a bit of a false start. Um, where someone had uh, had messed with the teleprompter in a way that, that really screwed up the, <laughs> but we ended up getting through it and uh, and everything is everything is good. How are you? I feel like oh, it, stop it. in a minute with holidays and stuff since I've been on. Um, and I was traveling it last. Has. Time you guys were when you guys were on. So yeah, you know. guess what's changed in my world? A whole lot of nothing. I've just been sitting at my house. Yeah, sitting okay. At my house yeah. working out. Well, you know, <clears throat> doing work. All that stuff. In fact, you know, you you know this life. I mean, we used to yeah live on airplanes, both of us. Yeah, did. I want to hear about um, it vicariously. Like I, I got a little <laughs> excited knowing you were traveling. I was like, uh, tell me, tell me how long you had to sit on the tram waiting to leave the airport to go get your rental car. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I can live through that. You know what was amazing is I um I mean I have not I have not been on an airplane since February of twenty twenty. I mean that was that was the last time wow, I literally yeah. almost made it a full two years Incredible. without going on on an airplane or being in an Uber or just anything like that. And so, uh, you know, I basically forgot how to do it. <laughs> I, I didn't know where I booked travel through our company portal. I couldn't remember where it was. I had to reset like forty different passwords because I'm not one of those people who uses the exact same hotel every single time i have yeah. awards points with like four different hotel chains so i can get the one that's closest and still get some benefit or whatever it is typically it's like free wi-fi yeah. and uh so i did that but I, I did still fly american which is the the, the flight or you know the airline yeah. that i typically use and i was lucky because apparently ten thousand flights or something like that were canceled over a two-week span and oh, luckily, crazy, my Tuesday morning and Friday morning flights were not affected in no any way, shape, or form. Yeah, so I was wow. I was very lucky, <laughs> I guess that I that I got one of the few direct flights. I went to um, Charlotte um, from Dallas to mm. Charlotte, and yeah, nothing nothing got canceled. Um, I will tell you that uh, I opted to pay out of my own pocket to upgrade to first class because I just felt like I wanted a big welcome back. <laughs> and uh you know, that's that's what i did um so that was uh you know it was a solid 300 bucks out of my out of my po- out of my own pocket in order worth to make that happen but it was it was 100 percent worth it you know what was amazing to me is on both trips there and coming back i sat next to a college kid and i was like what college kid is flying first NIL class deals bro NIL yeah. deals. That's, come that's on exactly come with right. it you know what's happening you know what's happening right now texting his mom like while yeah. we're on the plane and i'm sitting here like why now granted first class domestic is really business class right i mean it's, it's nothing crazy yeah but it's um <clears throat> i still was just in disbelief to both times sitting next to a kid who was straight up like 19 years old yeah um, nil you know, deals man. whatever I don't nil know. deals it's ruining Dude. everything it's ruining yes. it all our quarterback entered the transfer portal and uh, somebody from some college, I think like uh, Jackson State or something like that, said, hey, I will personally pay you. I'll write you a check for a million dollars to be quarterback for us. <laughs> and so the deals are just like filing in. It's crazy. 
dude, dude so i can't understand this i mean i i flew a couple times last year i flew out to north carolina um one to go help my dad uh move a bunch of boulders i can't even call them rocks they're boulders they're massive and sure. then like two weeks later i went out for a family reunion that's the only time i've flown since i got back from new york city uh in march of 2020 like the headlines in march were you know new york city like 90 yep. percent of people are positive with covid and here i am in my, in my i was gonna say apartment, like looking it, or not apartment but hotel looking down on the city and i'm like ah I remember you being in uh, New York when all of this stuff hit the fan. Yeah, but explain this to me. Um, I just got in my in the news or in the news in the mail <laughs> the other day. I am still exec platinum with American Airlines through January of 2023, and I have Whoa. had zero significant flying time since the tw- since 2019. I had a couple flights early 20 yeah early 2020. I'm still exec uh, platinum. That's impressive. What Granted, you did. I mean, you got you. I mean, you had a lot of miles though, because all of my flights were domestic. But you were going all over the world. Yeah, so but I think I think that that probably had something to do with it. So I guess they're just they just decided, hey, we're just going to continually. Uh, yeah, you know, they're like, hey, he flew a the billion top ten percent of our flyers. Okay, I, I wonder if there's something with the idea of a lot of people weren't flying because of the pandemic, and we don't oh, want sure. to do some of the yearly stuff where you have to do it within the year. It's like, let's keep this stuff going until it's normal. And we'll keep these people at this certain. Well, I know they level. had said that they said exactly that going into the 2021 year because of how bad 2020 was. They were like, Hey, we're just going, I know 2020 was rough. We're just going to extend everybody through 2021. Uh, you'll maintain your same status you had in 2019, but they just sent me a notification. I have it through 2023 now, or up until I mean, January of 2023. That's pretty solid. I mean, it's crazy. You know, you just, but I appreciate you just it. You take Thank the you. win, and you just you just keep rolling with it. That's, that's what right. I say. That's right. Maybe it's my nil deal. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely your nil deal. Speaking of nil deals, um, there was uh, nothing to do with an nil deal specifically. With, well, it's college sports. <laughs> um, on on Saturday, there was a team. I can't remember where they were. Somewhere in, I think it was, <clears throat> I think it was Lubbock, Texas. Uh huh. I think I heard Lubbock, of that place. L- Lubbock, Texas. That's right. There was a the University of Texas Tech at Harvard. I can't remember what it was, but some some university in West Texas um, around Lubbock that played a team from Kansas. And you know the sport where they bounce the ball a lot and then they put it uh-huh. through like the through like the the metal ring. Yeah, it's um, got like an orangish brownish leather. Yeah, I was talking oh, to a buddy. He okay. said that this Kansas team is is pretty good. I don't know. And that the team that was in Texas was playing without their two best players and ended up winning the game. There was a, there was a point where they won the game. <laughs> and then and then what was really funny was was how they won the game. It may have been the number 6 ranked team in the country and it might have been the second top 15 win that this team from Texas has had. But there's another team in Texas um, I think that Tim knows them that that, that, old, <laughs> that lost that, by 15 that, to Oklahoma State. That, yeah, they lost by 15 to Oklahoma State, a team in Oklahoma that wasn't ranked and, and hasn't had a top 25 win this year. I don't know. It just I kept hearing these things from people who know more about the sport than I do, Dude, but I thought that was, was interesting that I would announce it. It was a crazy day. Oh, you also beat Iowa State, who was ranked 11. It's, I know. Uh, Big 12 basketball. And we, is, and, we, is and we just lost to them. Still didn't have our two best players. Frustrating. We haven't had them for like four games now, but 
Uh, yeah, dude, uh, it was good. It was a good week. I you don't traditionally actually care about that team that Tim does care about, but uh, due to the relationship <laughs> with their head coach, <laughs> I have a little bit of a stronger feeling towards it, uh, right. nonetheless. But you know, in, enjoyed that one. That's always a good one. But the real, you know, the real good one will be whenever we play them in the next couple of weeks. But anyways, I digress. We should get to Russ, uh, the news because are you ready? Fifteen minutes. I Today's don't yesterday in tech history. Mother of God, I don't think I am with that entrance. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. Uh, Bitcoin launched. Not not today. We're doing today's yesterday. Okay. These, these dates are all January 9th, but you got to guess the year. Bitcoin yeah, yeah. launched. Hmm. Uh, through a posting to the cryptography mailing list, the pseudonymous, pseud- pseudonym, how do you say that word? I know pseudonym, pseudonymous. I guess you just say mm, that way. Pseudonymous. That Satoshi Nakamoto releases the first version of the Bitcoin software and launches the network of the decentralized peer-to-peer cryptocurrency. Six days later, Nakamoto had generated the first block of 50 Bitcoins, now known as the Genesis block. What year hmm. is this? I'm going to say 198. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 2009? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Correct, I did sir. it. I am a crypto expert because i know that year also and we've talked about this one in the past um january 9th apple introduced the iphone oh um you heard of that one i don't remember us talking about that one but that was 2000 (laughs) yes i I bought one recently for my dad that was first i'd heard of it and your Um, wife but i want to call that yes and my wife i want to say that was 2007 correct man i'm on a freaking roll today Okay, also January 9th, Apple introduces iTunes. Now, we're going back in history. I'll help you. It was before Ooh. 2007. Okay. iTunes. Okay. iTunes would have been probably with the iPod, mm-hmm. which people did have when I was in high school. <laughs> so I'm going to say... 2003. One. 2001. Damn it. I almost went 2002, which would have been wrong. Would have been closer. All right. I got one more for you. Okay. This one's going back further even. The very first motion picture film to receive a copyright. W.K. Dixon, an employee of Thomas Edison's movie studio, receives a copyright for a motion picture film. The five-second demonstration was a 47-frame film showing a man sneezing. This man, Fred Ott, is now most famously known for having his, this sneeze recorded in film. Fred Ott's Sneeze is the earliest surviving film to receive a copyright in the United States. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I, um, I wish I knew when film stuff sort of began, but I don't. So I'm just going to go with... Ago. Um, 1889, 1894, dude. Dang it! Oh man, I don't know why I like this game so much. All right, let's move on. Let's get off. It is fun. Oh, there's more and more of them, but uh, um, let's see. New stuff, so yes, new stuff. Do we know about Radeon? Do we know what that is? Radeon, what's Radeon? Radeon is a graphics card brand from uh, oh, yes. the manufacturer yes. AMD. 
There's a, I'm going to have a weird tie into this. Um, so the Radeon RX 6500 XT is bad at cryptocurrency mining on purpose, says AMD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I support this because I'm a very big fan of spirit of the rule or spirit of the product's purpose or spirit of the market with which the product was designed for, whatever you want to call it. Spirit of, I am a fan of. Okay. And... They're clearly designing this so that it's less desirable for crypto miners to either buy these from scalpers or to scalp them themselves. And that's a good thing because these are meant for people to buy and play games with. Mm -hmm. And so I like that. I'm a fan of this. What I'm curious about is how you feel about a similar type of practice going on with Ford and Uh, the Ford lightning where in the first year there is a Ford is allowing, or I guess maybe even encouraging dealerships to put in a clause that says that the Ford lightning, obviously very high in demand mm -hmm. cannot be resold by a customer who buys it within the first year of ownership. They're trying to prevent obviously a crazy resale market for a very high in demand item. Basically yeah. the similar type of thing is like scalping with graphics cards. Curious yeah. your thoughts about that. Uh, yeah, I think that's bunk. I, I say, yeah, right. Um, and I say, if you're going to buy a lightning and say you stick to your guns and realize that that is something that's negotiable and you say, I will buy this lightning from you if you take that out, right? Obviously read, you know, whatever it is that you're signing. Uh, and if they refuse, then go buy your lightning somewhere else. They got dealerships everywhere. So how, yeah, I think it's ridiculous. I also, I think in the first year, enforce it. How, how in the world do they enforce that? The enforcing thing is most certainly, um, difficult for sure. If you sign some piece of paper with some, you know, Joe Schmo at a dealership, how in the world, how in the world, like I've, I've worked with dealerships a lot. They're not very organized. Um, how in the world are they even, how are they even going to care? How are they going to know how, like, I don't know. It's, it, is it going in some database that gets checked whenever you go sell a car? Like there's a there's a lien against your the, the vehicle? Um, no. It's ridiculous. Is it an honor system thing? Maybe there's something to do with transfer of title. Okay. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I would say this, I this you might this. only work if they if they own the title. Like if you're paying them, if you buy the truck outright with cash. How in the world can they can they say can they stop anything? You have the title, you own the vehicle. I, I don't think them. It, 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 so. I don't know how they're going to enforce it. And yeah. you're right. I think if someone buys it outright with cash, most people won't. But let's just say someone does. Sure, that that will probably be very difficult to enforce. I will tell you, I am 100% by this because wait, you support I, it? I do absolutely. Because I hate, I hate, and I understand how free markets work. Honestly, I probably understand it better than most people. And But I really, really struggle with people taking consumer-driven products and creating this whole separate market when they first release just because they know demand is high and supply is low. It really bothers me. Like, for instance, I can't get my nephew a Xbox for a normal price because 
people are choosing to scalp them and sell them for triple what they're what they're worth. Yeah, and it, yeah. it, it, it drives me insane that we can't do that for normal products. And what what's amazing to me is and give me one second. And what's I did amazing look this to me up. is oh sorry, good. Well, I was gonna say there's all sorts of people. So I in I should have just screenshotted this. But I saw this um I saw this article on uh I can't remember the, what the website was. It was the same website that I saw both reports of this. Let me just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And so there's comments, there's comment sections, right? So I just decided to look and see if on these two different articles, and I'll state the second one in a second, if the same people were commenting on them, which is probably pretty common in most sites that it would be. And in one article, they talked about how there was a possibility of Ford dealerships asking for a $30,000 markup on the sale of a car once it got there. And they've done this, and there's been other vehicles they've done this for. And there were people who said, that's bullshit. They shouldn't be able to do that. Sorry, family's running the show. Bleep it out, whatever. They said, we, that's dealership shouldn't be able to do this, yada, yada, yada. But then on the same, the same exact people commented on this other article that said about the whole resale thing. They're like, they shouldn't even be able to enforce this. This is dumb. You should be able to do what you want to with your vehicle. And, and, I, and, and this is a good market opportunity for people to resell because it's high in demand and get more money out of it. Yeah. So you, you, have, a, you have a great argument there <clears throat> from that perspective, people that are talking out of both sides of their mouths. My response was not from a place of wanting to flip the vehicle and make an instant profit in a secondary market. My my response was just the fact that I sell my I keep vehicles for like six months because I just like trying new vehicles or different vehicles. I don't like necessarily trying new vehicles, but just different vehicles. So I'd hate to and go I'm keeping sign this something one for a year. And then yeah, but I'd hate to go sign something and then my life changes. Something happens. I don't need this truck anymore, or there's a different truck that I want, or I don't want a truck anymore, or whatever. And I am now being, I'm now able to be sued by the dealership because that's what it is. So they can, if they find out that you've done this, it states that the seller can pursue injunctive relief should a buyer violate the agreement. Right. But to the earlier thing that you just said about um, the dealerships asking for more money for marking up and all this kind of stuff in the same memo where Ford said, hey, uh, the dealership, you are allowed to put this writing in. And the reason that happened was because of last summer with the new Bronco. People were buying it and flipping it, overinflating it on the secondary market. They also said um, and, and they said it's totally optional for the dealer. It's not required by Ford. They said, hey, you right. can. We will. We won't be upset if you put this language in. At the same time, they they ask the dealerships to behave themselves by saying, "Hey, uh, for the F one fifty, you cannot go to your customers asking for additional depo- deposits uh, and payments beyond uh, what's required." Right. So, so read the fine print. There, they're not talking about the sale price of the vehicle. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's a there's a distinct uh, difference there. They aren't saying that you. Don't or or that they can't sell it for twenty grand more, as I think you were saying. They just can't ask for additional p- deposits, which I have heard of and seen myself. Um, you know, rather than because the initial deposit for the Lightning was a hundred bucks, I paid that. Right, right, got it. It's also refundable, whatever. Right. Um, same for the Cybertruck. But yeah, you've seen yeah. ones like people were they're, trying to get the new. Yeah, they're saying that you can't go ask for twenty thousand dollars to have Correct. someone jump their spot in line. Correct. That's that's yeah. what they're saying in that particular yeah. case. Or they're just, saying, just don't, please don't. 
Yeah. Right. That's that's part of the problem. A lot of all of this is just please don't. Right. Please don't. Yeah. Uh, except for the except for the legal form that you sign with the Ford dealership, because then they I don't think it'll hold you. up. Whoa! I don't think it'll hold up Tyler. in court. Yeah, I can't. Um, What's up, my dude? I I think One it the- sets an ugly precedent to be able okay. to establish that the secondary market can't function freely. Yeah. So it, it I get it, and I hate scalping, and I I don't like what that is. But the only reason scalpers can get fifteen twenty grand extra for a vehicle like this is because they can't keep up with demand. Therefore, the market drags it up. It's kind of cool that the manufacturers aren't inflating the prices of their baseline equipment, whatever that may be, whether it's a graphics card or a truck, right? But at the end of the day, I don't know that I really want a car market where a dealership can just put some verbiage in the contract that says, you can't sell this on the secondary secondary market for fill in the blank however long, right? It maybe it's a year now because they feel like that's going to do it for the lightnings. Maybe it's five years later because eh, dealers are assholes. I understand the so, slippery slope. Tell me but about this. Part of what we Go talked ahead. about beforehand was sorry, sorry, and I just want to get this out there. That's no, fine. It's spirit of the rule thing that I that I was talking about before, which is I am a huge, huge believer in the spirit of the rule. Like for instance, Des caught that ball, and yeah. so my struggle is is that <laughs> here's here's. Here's the only thing that I want to protect. If you didn't go pre-order or want to get a lightning on launch or whatever in the first few months that it's out, and you you end up saying that you want to get one a year or two, whatever it is, out after, and there's none available because there's still a shortage and no one can go get the parts for it, and you want to buy one and you end up buying it you know, resale from someone who already owns it for 30 grand above what it was worth. I'm fine with that. What I struggle is, is for people who want to get a thing that's been announced to be released and they can't get it because people who didn't even intend on owning the vehicle bought it and they went and decided to resell it for $30,000 more or whatever it is. That's my struggle is the Xbox, the the graphics card, whatever aspect of this, that I just something needs to be done to protect the people who want to buy the ve- who 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 desire to buy the vehicle for use relatively early on. Now, whatever that time frame is, whatever I it doesn't it doesn't matter at this point because I don't think they can enforce it either. But I struggle with the fact they can. I, I have an example where they did enforce it. Yu-Gi-Oh cards really? or something. Yeah, well, no, we're Ford. Sorry, sorry. We're, I thought we were, I thought you're still making making the metaphor to Ford. Um, now the thing here is though that they 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 enforced it against John Cena. So I think John Cena is in a slightly different category. And this is oh, he bought a he bought a brand new Ford GT supercar. And in that agreement, Ford said you can't resell this car for two years. They locked them into it. That's normal for supercars, by the way. Now I didn't realize this, and I had to assume there's something along this this route. But yeah, I don't. Um, I don't like it. Then if it's for, normal for supercars, pretty soon it'll be normal for high demand, <laughs> not so supercars. But but it sounds like we've already Ford. established that baseline. So boo. <laughs> yeah. So Ford decided who could buy the car. There was that's, what, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. You have you have. To, I was going to say you have to be approved to buy those cars. That's not which just is, like you. The three of us can't walk in and buy that car. Yeah, which I have more of an issue with actually. 
Well, I mean, it's just a, it's a really good way to hate on well, people. Become so more important. More people <laughs> become just become more important, Aaron. Come on. Uh, but yeah, they have a hand-picked customer process. He, he, here's the here's the here's the thing about that market. The Ford sued him. Ford sued him, and he, he they settled out of court, and then Ford took the money, and then they donated it to a charity, and then uh, and uh, John Cena apologized. You know, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, here's the thing, guys, and I, you know, I'm just going to preface this with maybe I have friends who are approved to make these purchases. Maybe <laughs> I don't. So there's a little bias here, but I can tell you this with an absolute fact that a significant portion of the value of buying one of those cars, I'll give an example, an Enzo Ferrari, or Ferrari Enzo is properly pronounced, that costs roughly $2 million. I think you're Ferrari, not right. Ferrari. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm also moving my like my fingers back and forth or whatever, you know what I'm talking about, like flipping your wrist. Tyler's the one that lived Ferrari. in Italy. Is that how they say it? Um, Ferrari? I didn't have a yes. lot of Ferrari oh, conversations. No, he, <laughs> you didn't have a lot, they, a lot they, of Ferrari conversations. <laughs> they, they they don't say it the way Tyler just did, and and I and I do have to go, but I'll, I'll make this last point. And so, but I would tell you this: in many circumstances, maybe even all of them, if just anyone can walk in and buy this car, the car's not being bought. That's part of that market. So we may have a problem with it all we want, but. The car that you pay $2 million for isn't worth $2 million Unless if anyone can just go get a $2 million loan and live out of that car. that's not right. It's just not a thing. And in some circumstances, you're not even allowed to take that car home. Sometimes that car must stay with Ferrari in order to, in order to be maintained and ran and, and, and in some circumstances, even driven. Sometimes you have to have a Ferrari crew show up with you to drive said car. So that's, you know, right or wrong, that's a different type of market than the True. Ford F-150. I would say it's a lower end yeah. market than the Ford F-150. Which, a lower end market? Yeah. <laughs> which Perspective. Catching the sarcasm there, yes, for sure. Uh, which I'll say, kind of off topic, but Corvette is doing a great job of disrupting because they don't have this hand-picked thing and they are uh, building their vehicles, specifically targeting I don't want to say undercutting price, but uh, basically selling it for a half or a third as much, but having the same or more performance. Yeah, I mean, how much is is a I'll call it a retail? What you what, what car did you just bring up? The Corvette. Um, the Corvette. Yes. How how much is a retail Corvette for like a, a Z06 or something? <sighs> okay. Well, so this the the new C8 Z06 you can't actually configure yet. Um, you can do it, I think, this summertime. But if you're going to buy the new C8 model, which is just the base model of the eighth generation, it's going to be anywhere from like 60k to 110k. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I was thinking to myself, this is in the actual price range of a Ford truck. Yeah. Or a, you yeah, know, it's, you exactly. Know, a it's, it's exactly truck. right. Yeah, but starting people MSRP are buying, is like once again, when you buy a Ferrari, you're not necessarily buying it because it's faster than a Corvette. Correct. In fact, you, in fact, it could be one third the speed of a Corvette, and it would still be more valuable. Sure. And and so that that's part of the that's part of the, that's this whole point. you know people being approved to buy this thing. You know, especially when in, in the Enzo's case, they made like 40 of them. You know, there's there's two or three in the continental U.S. I mean, it's just a 
there's just a different type of approach to it. And so like, once again, there's that is just a different market, not just not just a market because of the price, but it's literally a different type of car market. It's a collector's yeah. market more than more than anything. Yeah, they made 400 of them. You're right. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. there you go. Okay. Well, dude, you got to get out of here. Should we shut I the do. show down? Or do. Tyler, do you want to talk about other stuff? No, let's shut it down. It's fine. It's a, okay. a different kind of show with the right. late entry by myself. Anyways, that brings another Tech Breakfast podcast to a close. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We had a good time, and we will talk to you next time. The three of us Please. are probably in the club by a Ferrari, just assuming. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Living in it. Because of GPP. I like that. Later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs>